Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This is the sunny voice of your local announcer, Tom Fitzmorris. And it's time for the food show. Every afternoon we sit down and, uh, well, you could stand up if you wanted to or, or any other position you'd like. And we talk about the food scene around town, what you love to eat, what you hate to eat, uh, what you wish was better than and it is or or surprisingly better than you were suspecting. All of this is uh, something we have been assaying for a long, long time. Uh, as radio stations go, we're, we're well past our 30th anniversary of the uh, food show being on the air. And uh, if you've never called us before... Uh, I don't know, I don't know nothing particular about today, but... Uh, We'd love to have you uh, call in today and just say hello. And if you've had anything really good to eat lately, so much the better. Call us up and tell us where that was, knowing that if you uh, if you uh, went to a, a restaurant that you thought was really, really terrific and you hesitate to tell anybody else about it because you think they're going to take over the place and you won't be able to get a table or any of that, I can tell you statistically it almost never happens. So you don't have to worry about that at all. And here's what you do have to worry about. If you know of a really good place to eat or a new product out there or, or whatever, and uh, you are tempted to, uh, to try it or, and talk about it, but you don't, uh, you are depriving that restaurant of the publicity it might need to stay alive. So uh, if you know the, whenever people tell me that I always scratch my head and wonder, you know, how could how can you not know this uh that if you want to keep the best restaurants around, eat in them and they will uh keep you happy. They really will. If you don't eat them, they close they go out of business. I've seen it happen too many times. Our number is 26063 6-8, and we begin our program today uh, with uh, the subject being the New Orleans uh, uh, wine and, let's say, Naufi, New Orleans wine and food experience, which uh, started today, I think, or is it tomorrow? I'll tell you what, we've got a guy who's involved in it, uh, Jimmy Setchum. Did I say your name right, Jimmy? Yes, sir. Setchum, is that, is that right? That's perfect. And uh, what do you do over at Broussard's? I see that that's where you hang out and where you work. Uh, but uh, I'm, uh, I'm the executive chef over there. What? Oh, you're the executive, the executive chef. chef. Okay. Yep. Uh, how long you been there? Uh, a little over a year. Oh, well, okay. So you're settled in pretty well. This is a oh, wonderful yeah. restaurant. I've always been a big fan of the place, uh, especially because... It has a, a somewhat lower profile than, than the other Grand Dame restaurants there, but it has all the credentials of those uh, major league restaurants that we have so many of in the French Quarter. Uh, tell me uh, tell me some of the things you've been serving lately that you feel good about. 
Our uh, our chicken livers is a big hit right now. We're doing a crispy fried chicken liver yeah. uh, with a grilled baguette and uh, some wild mushroom butter. Is that an appetizer? Seems, it's an appetizer. It seems yeah. to be a crowd favorite. Oh. Uh, we're actually able to find, uh, we were digging through an old curio cabinet upstairs and found uh, an old menu from the 40s. Oh, really? Chicken livers <laughs> with mushrooms and onions. It had sauteed chicken livers with mushrooms and onions. So we wanted to kind of recreate that. That's a great uh, idea. Who would have ever thought? Yeah. yeah. We found some pretty cool stuff in such an old building. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, can you give me a quick rundown of how you make that? Yeah. So it's yeah. Uh, chicken livers that we soak in buttermilk and crystal hot sauce. Yeah. And then dredge in seasoned flour, fry them up crispy. Ah. It's got a grilled baguette with a wild mushroom butter, chicken livers on top, and yeah. then uh, like a sweet red onion jam to finish it off with. My guess on this, I've had things that are somewhat like what you're describing, but I haven't had anything like what you're describing. Uh, but it sounds to me uh, like something that is, A, uh, really big in its flavors, and B, maybe kind of uh, heavy on the fat. But who cares? Yeah, yeah, it's, I, you know. <laughs> it's definitely not a light dish. Yeah. Well, that sounds good so far. Is this going to be at the—are you doing a Vintner dinner tomorrow? We are. We're doing yeah. a dinner with Foley uh, Johnson Wineries. I've just been told um, that I'm going to be there as, as one of your wonderful guests until you, oh, awesome. un, until you throw we'll me out, of course. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't been there no, in a while. Welcome. I mean, it's, it's a restaurant. No kidding. I've been uh, writing about it and, and eating there going back to the 1970s. And it's always been a, a personal favorite of mine, but it doesn't get the, the, ta- the, it doesn't get the buzz that I wish it got. Uh, but it's still a, a beautiful restaurant with a lot of good food. Tell me some more stuff you've got on the menu. Um, so for, for the vineyard dinner, we're going to do a, a trio of raw oysters yeah. for our first course. No kidding. What Are you are you doing yeah. anything to them like a, 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 a oh, what do you call those? One's going to have a, one's gonna have starts a with an mignonette M. with rosé. Mignonette. That was the word I was looking for. Yeah. 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 So one's going to have mignonette and local Cajun caviar. Yeah. One's going to have, uh, like, a roasted peach and champagne sorbet on top. Yeah. And the other's going to have an orange and mint gremolata. Are these hot or, or uh, cold? These are going to be chilled. Chilled okay. raw oysters. Yeah. Served with a sparkling rosé. Mignonette is uh, something I'm always kind of pushing a little bit because I think it's an underrated recipe. Tell them how you make this. It's You could do it at home if you wanted to. Yeah, it's real yeah. easy. The, uh, the base components are champagne or some sort of vinegar. Mm-hmm. Uh, and mustard are the two big components in it. So this actually has some Dijon. It's got some toasted mustard seeds. It's got some of the Lucien Albrecht uh, rosé that we're pairing it with. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm. Some lemon zest and orange zest. Yeah. And a splash of champagne vinegar. Yeah. You also mentioned that one of these uh, choices has uh, some local caviar, did you say? I can't yeah. remember. Yeah. Absolutely. Now there's, there's, a, there's a combination that was made in heaven. Uh, Absolutely. The local caviar with the local oysters. Perfect. That's nothing more fitting for such a great city. Yeah, I such think so. Season. Yeah. Uh, give me something else. Well, give me an entree. Uh, the entree is going to be a smoked petite lamb shank. A so the bottom half lamb of lamb shank. shank. Okay, so this yeah. is this is like an asobuco made with lamb. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so we took the lamb shank, we brined it. With salt, brown sugar, rosemary, and garlic, uh-huh. and then smoked it over uh, pecan wood, and then finished it in the oven with a light braise. Mm. 
Yeah. So it's going with some like some palm puree, which almost equal parts butter and potato. <laughs> well, uh, uh, <laughs> how how far wrong could you go with butter, potatoes, or a combination of them? Exactly. Yeah, you got Too that. <laughs> Sounds. We're good. gonna do a seared uh, seared diver scallop with a shaved arugula, sa- uh, shaved asparagus salad. Yeah. Uh, you know, there was a time uh, when that dish, or something a lot like it, uh, they always made a reference to uh, Saint. Uh, oh, who? I can't. I'm, I'm not remembering at the moment. But it used Saint to be Saint Jacques. Saint Jacques. That's right. And uh, yep. and had the big scallops. And this was always a, a very popular dish among the old-time New Orleans restaurants. But it's, again, one of those things you don't see too much. Uh, I, I get it every time I see it. Yeah, it's a great dish. It, it, it's yeah. got such good flavors between, like, gooey, bubbly cheese, you know, something like an alpine cheese, and those nice, rich, sweet scallops. Where are you getting your uh, scallops from? These are Nova Scotia scallops. Yeah, that's the place. I was just there, well, about six months ago. Oh, and wow. They they can't be beat on that or mussels or clams, if you can stand eating clams. And, uh, and, and, and of course, oysters and, and, and the lobsters, too. That's, yeah, of course. It's underrated. There's something about it, that cold water. Yeah, it's good. All right, uh, so uh, what's for dessert? Dessert is going to be a Roquefort stuffed uh, pear. So we're huh. going to poach the pear in uh, some of the Cabernet that we're pairing it with. That's unique. Uh, and then we're going to stuff it with Roquefort cheese, bake it, and then uh, took the uh, Lancaster Estate uh, Cabernet that we're pairing it with, Yeah. reduced it down, and mounted some honey into it. So we're going to drizzle that over the top of the, the blue cheese stuffed pear. You talk me into it. Is this, uh, <laughs> is this an after-dinner kind of... A special thing, or is it an appetizer? This is that's going to be the dessert. Ah, ah, I see. Yeah, I guess it would. Be. And it's not, you know, not very traditional to pair to yeah. do something as big and as forward as a cabernet with dessert. No. So we wanted to make something, you know, still sweet to finish the meal with, but something mm-hmm. with some big flavors to stand up to. Which room are you going to be uh, serving this in? We are yet to decide. We're, it's either going to be in the Magnolia Room or the Josephine Room. The the magnolia room is the one with the tile floors. Uh, yep, that's the that's yeah. the brick one that used to be the stables. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's my favorite place in that whole building, and that's saying something. That's that's my favorite room as well. Yeah. It's just got so much character. Yeah. Uh, if the weather stays good, uh, and let's see, uh, when are you doing this? Is it tomorrow or tonight? So tomorrow night at seven. Tomorrow o'clock. night. Okay. Well, I don't know. They're saying it's going to be rainy tomorrow, but. Uh, the the view from the from the courtyard at Broussard's on a dark clear night is really striking, and uh, I remember just noticing it while I was sitting back there and I uh, was telling the, the 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 people who were running it back then, you know, Chef Gunter and his wife, yep. and I'm sure you see them once in a while, huh? Absolutely, they stop in uh, about once a month or so to say hi. They're the real deal. Uh, Chef Gunter certainly yeah, they're, is. They're good people. <clears throat> yeah, we used to, uh, our eat club dinners that we do around Christmas time, for a long time they were doing a German-style uh, menu for that. And it was oh, really, wow. really different and uh, and really good. I wish uh, they would come back, but that's about three owners ago. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Well, Chef, Chef Gunter's still around, so maybe oh, we'll have I know. to get him back I, yeah, to, uh, he's, to help he's, out. 
He is uh, a bigger deal than most people know. He he is one of the the all time great local chefs. I'd say. Uh, Absolutely. Yeah. All right. So uh, all of this, this is part of New Orleans wine and food experience, which uh, begins officially, I think, tomorrow. Is there anything going on today? I don't. I don't think so. I don't believe there's anything today. It starts tomorrow with the vendor dinners, and then there's a couple of events on Thursday. Yep. Yeah. The, and then there's the stroll a, is on Friday. The stroll. Yeah. And um, there's also a boucherie, like a traditional Cajun-style boucherie at Central City Barbecue uh, oh, on Thursday. Oh, that's right. I heard about that. So that should be pretty fun. Yeah. We're going to be a part of that with uh, with the restaurant boucherie and Central City Barbecue. Mm-hmm. And then you have the stroll Thursday night. Uh, Friday is the vanilla wine tasting. Yep. And uh, Friday so. night is the grand tasting, and I believe there's a grand tasting on Saturday as well. Yeah, I think so. Uh, this is uh, a, a a big deal, uh, kind of a dinner, so it's not going to be cheap. What what is the uh, what's the price on it? Uh, ours is reasonably priced. I think it's one hundred and twenty. Okay, um, is that, that's in, inclusive of in, inclusive tax. of tax and tip. Plus tax and gratuity. Plus tax. Yep. Plus plus. Okay, so uh, that's that's in the range of uh, dinners of that uh, caliber. What are we talking about? Four or five uh, courses. It's going to be five courses. Five, yeah. Uh, you've got a sparkling rosé, a pinot gris, a yeah. sauvignon blanc, and then a cab blend and a real big cab for dessert. There you go. That makes sense, especially with the uh, with the Roquefort cheese in place. Yeah. Sounds good. Well, all of we'll this. Look to seeing you. This is uh, at Broussard's, which is uh, just off Bourbon Street uh, on uh, Conti. And uh, yep, they sir. have, uh, since the last time I was there, because they chewed me out because I took advantage, well, I didn't know to take advantage of it, but they actually have a parking set up now, don't they? We are, yeah, so we have a parking um, a contract with the Royal Finesse Hotel right there. Yeah, that's good. So, Very yeah, helpful. it works out great. It's easy to, easy to access from either, either uh, side of the corner. And it's it's a beautiful restaurant. If you've never been there before, it's it's uh, was uh, created by the same architects that did Commander's Palace, Brennan's, and all the other major uh, restaurants. So uh, if yeah. you if you've never been to Broussard's before, tomorrow will be a, a night to do it and uh, to, uh, wave at me, or even better, come on over and shake my hand because I'm going to be there tomorrow night too. Awesome. Uh, we look forward yeah. to having you, Yeah, so do I. Uh, well, thanks for taking time out. I know you guys are busy uh, for your regular business uh, over there. At uh, Broussard's on Conti Street, which is open seven days a week, I'm pretty sure. Still doing a big Sunday brunch. That's always been a big hit there. Absolutely. We're yeah. actually doing brunch seven days a week now, too. So Are you? Really? Jazz brunch seven days. No kidding. That's great. Yeah. I'm glad to hear it's that. Going really well. I didn't know that. Well, thanks for taking time out to uh, to spend with us. I'll see you tomorrow night. Thank you. Yes, sir. We look forward to it. See ya. Bye. That's right, uh, take care. It's the Food Show. I'm Tom Fitzmaurice. That's uh, Jimmy Sechim is his name. He is the executive chef of Broussard's. And when's the last time you went to Broussard's? I'll bet it's been a while. Or maybe you've never been there. It is one of those restaurants that when you get there, you'll say, how did this one hide from me? As long as it has, because it has been around a long time. They opened up in 1920, I think. And so that's a while. It's the Food Show. I'm Tom Fitzmaurice. We will come back with more of it in just a moment. But first, if you will, this. 
Welcome back. It's the Food Show. This is Tom Fitzmorris, and uh, we talk about food. I mean, it's as simple as that. I don't know uh, how more, how much more I can uh, elaborate on that. We would love to hear from you. That is the key fact of this whole program. Uh, we do pretty well with the people we talk to, but we just don't have enough of them. So uh, uh, do me a favor and just give me a call about anything you feel like. I mean, really, we talk about food you know that's our mainstay. Don't 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 get me started on e- economics or anything like that. We we talk about eating, restaurants, cooking, wine, and all of that. We're entering uh, this is the weekend, and it's probably going to strike you as a little on the uh, sooner than you expected side. The New Orleans Wine and Food Experience it kicks off tomorrow. Uh, over the last oh, 20 years or so, it has been almost entirely. Uh, the property of the uh, uh, the uh, Memorial Day, and for a long time, that's uh, that's when we would see it that weekend. Uh, but th- it has been discovered that a lot of people who might otherwise come here have other things going on in terms of that holiday, and so they they don't uh, come here. So instead. They've moved it around a couple of days, and it starts tomorrow officially So, and then runs uh, into Sunday. The New Orleans Wine and Food Experience. Uh, go to nowfe.com, and they have all of the information you need there. And if I bump into you somewhere, uh, I'd love to say hello and, and shoot the breeze. Uh, that's always true. If you ever run into me or even start thinking about me, which is an awful thought, but anyway, uh, call me. And tell me what you've been eating and where you've been eating it, and or just anything about food in general. 260-6368. We never, ever get enough people to call our program. We have a lot of people listening, but not enough to, to, to get a good conversation going. That's all I ask of you. You don't even have to start anything. Call me up, and I'll uh, I'll start it for you. And, and if you don't like it, you can throw things at me or whatever. 260 260- while we are waiting, yeah, uh, what what you got? <clears throat> we do. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, that was becoming popular as a pet, ferrets. And I think they have gone out of vogue, or I think they've become illegal. I'm not sure about that, but... Uh, uh, a fur? Do you you don't have a ferret, do you? No, no. They're built built low to the ground. Uh, they they move around pretty quickly, and they get into stuff. And they are uh, they're carnivores, I'm pretty sure. So uh, they could probably take care of your mice or your hamburgers. You know that that's always a possibility. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. That's a lovely sentiment. Do you think anybody goes for it? <laughs> you have no enemies. Gosh. Where do you lie? <laughs> good, good. That'll, that'll get you places. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Yeah, well, that's that's a big issue. Uh, we've I've quoted this before, uh, but I'm going to do it again. Uh, Dick Brennan Sr., who is no longer with us, but I'm, his memory is always in my heart. I, I, he and I were very good friends. Uh, he was one of the Brennans of the Brennan restaurant family. And uh, once uh, I was having lunch or dinner with him and a few other people, and uh, I, I forget why it, it got started, but somebody said, do you know why kids like peanut butter and jelly sandwiches? And I said, not exactly. I mean, I have a sort of an idea about it. He says, it's, uh, the reason they do is that they're good, which pretty much is what you're saying, too. Or are you? Yes, I am. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Speaking of chimes, today in 1513, Juan Ponce de Leon uh, landed in Florida, and and then that's that was the beginning of Florida as a place for people to go for swimming and 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 all the other things you do, I guess. The fount. That's right. That's what they were looking for. The fountain of youth. Hmm. It is, isn't it? But, you know, what a concept. If you were given that uh, opportunity, Lord knows how you would get it, but uh, if you, uh, yeah, I, and uh, what would you do with it? The, the, all of a sudden, instead of being, I don't know how old you are, but, yeah. Uh, and if you, uh, one minute you're, you're an old guy. And the next day, you're you're a really young, uh, full of energy kind of kind of guy. <laughs> I suppose so. Uh, but anyway, uh, that that would be nice, wouldn't it? That would change a lot of things. Mm. Yeah, there's no fountain, right? Yeah, yeah. Mm. Uh, today is, and I don't know where this came from, but it's it's interesting. Today is seafood beignet day. You do? I mean, the idea, you know, the idea of a beignet uh, is not what we tend to think about because uh, a beignet, by definition, is basically just something that's been fried. And now that could be a donut, but it could also be a million other things. And uh, so that's... Uh, fried with, yeah, with dough or a coating that's kind of thick. But anyway, says here that it is indeed beignet, fr- seafood beignet day. So, uh, uh, yeah, probably so. But uh, I guess if you were to get it at all, you're already ahead of the game. So there we are. Let me give you one more of these because uh, they're sure going great, you know. Uh, today is... Uh, Strawberry, all it says here is strawberry mountain something or other. I don't know what that means, so I'll have to leave it behind. Uh, Today is also uh, the favorite day for having a Charlotte mousse. Have you ever had a Charlotte mousse? That's a a dessert. Well, you know, I guess we better get to work on that. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's the way it goes. Uh, there was an article uh, that uh, showed up in uh, one of my millions of emails that I get. And this one uh, was a survey taken by the uh, 
by the Orkin people, who are, uh, according to the information I had here, was is the number one uh, uh, organization for pulling together information about about uh, termites, for one thing. And uh, the reason I bring that up is that uh, the uh, they in the process of putting this article that I saw together, uh, they found out what is the most prevalent city in America for termites. What would you think? <clears throat> that's what I expected to, but that's we're actually. We're actually number five, and number num, number one is Miami. <laughs> anyway, so you can remember that. But but here is the part of this that uh, really gets me. They say that there is a trend among various uh, species of termites for them not to require um, that they are uh, what's what's the word I want here the. Uh, uh, well, anyway, you don't have to have male and female termites anymore, at least not with some species. There are species of, of uh, termites that uh, require only the female. Now, that's, everything about that strikes me as really scary. Yeah, yeah. What a thing. Well, <clears throat> yeah. Just to move real estate. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think that's it. All right. Mm. Well, uh, well, but maybe more than me or you together. Who knows? This is The Food Show. I'm Tom Fitzmorris. We will come back and discuss these matters of, a bit farther. Or not, if you have something better to talk about, uh, you know, lay it in there. We want to hear from you. 260 Six eight more of the food show coming after first. Please this. Hello there, welcome back. It's the food show. While uh, you were listening to all of that, I was going through the website for the Hogs for the Cause, which was a major fundraiser for uh, young people, children uh, who have been afflicted with cancer, and they have raised huge amounts of money over the years. And have done very well. And I was digging around looking for the exact results for this year. So it's only two days, but they had over 90 barbecuing teams. That's how they do it. They have teams. And uh, I, I'm looking at a lot of potential answers to this. Here's one that said there was one team uh, that raised 442442 uh Dollars, just that team, and they have ninety something teams. So, anyway, I've been uh, just rolling around up here looking for maybe a, a, a total for the entire event, but I, I can't find it. It's uh, it's not here immediately. I bet it'll turn up. I'm gonna keep my eyes on it. Anybody know the answer to that? Uh, the, what was the total for the hogs for the cause? It's great. Uh, charitable event that takes place this time every year for people who really like uh, barbecue and, and pork in general. 260-6368. If you know the answer to this, if you know what the final tally was, uh, not not to make too big a fuss over it, but to the, uh, feel good about it, 
Would you call and tell me about that? I'd, I'd really like to know. And I'm, I'll bet you a lot of other people do as well. 260-260-6368. Or you and I could just talk about eating and restaurants and cooking and wine and all the rest of that. How about it? Call us up, would you? Uh, we are uh, hit, sitting here waiting for you, and you don't have to have a topic or a, a, a long diatribe to give us, you know, why you think this is that and that is this. Uh, just uh, just uh, call us up and let's let's talk. That's all. Like, you know, if you ran into me in a supermarket or some other place like that, and uh, one of the others of us kind of vaguely knew the other, uh, we would have a normal conversation there without anybody having to do any preparation work or making notes to himself as to what to say to say to the other person. You just dive in and you start talking, right? That's all I'm asking from you. So would you mind calling me, 260-6368. Uh, love to hear from you about what you've been eating lately that was good. You know, I had something happen to me over the weekend that... Uh, struck me uh, so much that I, I wrote a whole article about it, and then we had some goofy thing happen to my computer, and I, I wasn't able to get the newsletter out today. So uh, don't worry about that. That's just a matter of putting it back together again. But uh, the reason I bring it up uh, is that uh, what was the reason I, I brought it up? Anyway, uh, uh, we, we'd love to hear from you, 260-6368, and tell us where you've been eating and what's been good and what hasn't been. All right, so here's uh, what happened. My my wife and my daughter, the Marys, I call them, because it's Mary Ann and, and Mary Lee, uh, they uh, have a, a real passion for this restaurant in Covington uh, that uh, is uh, one, such a, one of their favorites, so much so that they, they go there, I would say, more than once a week. It's, it's a place they really love. It's called uh, Chimes. Good view of the, the river downstairs and uh, interesting local food. Uh, I, it has not really turned me on very much over the years. And, and frankly, uh, I go with them just so I can be with them. But uh, the food isn't what was motivating me. However, this past weekend, uh, the unexpected occurred. Uh, they had on their brunch menu... They had griots and grits. And my wife said, griots and grits, that sounds good. And uh, the waitress just happened to be walking past at that moment. And I said, so what about it? You know, uh, tell me about the griots and grits. And she looked at me and she said, oh, they're really good. It's something kind of new. But I tell you, it's really great. What they are doing back there is they have uh, all of these scraps of beef and, and, and veal and and bones and everything else, and they put it into a big pot, and they cook it down, they stir it. The, the meat falls off the bone, and it kind of gets into the sauce there, and it gets, you know, nice color of a brown, a lot of, lot of flavor. And I said, hold it, stop right there. You have described exactly what a perfect plate of griots and grits would be like. Not many restaurants make griots and grits to start with. Very, very few of them do it well. This might be the best one I've ever had. I, I'm still surprised by it. Uh, they had cooked this long enough 
to where the, the meat was completely tender, it had a really wonderful flavor, and then there were big chunks and little chunks and enough of a gravy to call it a gravy. And uh, I, I was really uh, turned on by this. So if, if you like griots and grits, um, go take a look at theirs. It's, uh, they, they only do it on the weekends, on, to us, on Sunday to be exact. And uh, it's uh, in, in Covington. Uh, it's called uh, uh, Ch- Chimes, C-H-I-M-E-S. Uh, anyway, um, they, uh, aside from, uh, from that bunch, it brought up another thought, and that is all the versions of, of griots and grits that I have run into over the years, uh, not many of them have really lived up to that. The, the word griots means something that you grill. Very little of what you see in a plate of griots and grits has much of uh, uh, has much of that kind of uh, of texture and flavor. Uh, so that's what made it even more surprising. And even the grits were good. They were they they were cheese grits, uh, and I have had them there before. But I always thought that they were too rich. But they seem to have fixed that. And uh, one other thing, uh, the. Uh, the grits uh, had a, a little bit of jalapeno pepper in it. You couldn't see it, but you could sure taste it. It was uh, a good little hit of, uh, of pepper, but not overwhelmingly so. So what I have here is the best griots and grits I've ever had, and uh, I can hardly wait until the next chance I get to go over there. So uh, anyway, it's, it's again, I tell you, the place uh, is called Chimes. It's in Covington. It's really quite a beautiful building in a casual kind of way. It's a hangout sort of a heavy, heavy on the television set showing uh, athletic games. 260-6368. Oh, uh, look at this. It's Gregory. Welcome to the Food Show. Happy New Year, Uncle Tom. Happy New Year. I got an answer for you. I got it from authority. Well over four hundred and fifty thousand dollars on the way to almost half a million was raised over the weekend. Oh, almost the, a uh, half a million, huh? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's not bad, huh? No, that's very impressive. Considering when they first started, they they came out of it with thousands and thousands <laughs> of dollars. And and yeah, that was it. Uh, and they uh, they said, well. Let's go for a double that next year, and and every year since then it's been a ratchet up again. And they have helped a lot of young kids who who are afflicted with cancer, and also helps their their parents a lot. Cause, Families, yeah, yeah, yeah it's helping a, build, help them for overnight stays. Yeah, so. it and, does. It's, it was just terrific. Uh, I can't be more pleased with those guys and what they do. I yeah. told you about that the other day because you know we kind of know a lot of those people, you and I. Yeah. Um. Had a wonderful lunch today. I'm a beautiful day in the French Quarter. You wouldn't believe how beautiful it is. It is lovely out there. I'm, I'm looking at it from my eighth floor, uh, eight story office. window. And uh, well, we went to Antoine's and thoroughly, you? thoroughly enjoyed it. Thoroughly enjoyed it. Gee whiz, it was just terrific. And uh, they were doing a pretty good business. I mean, yeah. the uh, local dining room was full, and that that front dining room, which we decided to sit in, that was almost full. There was only like three or four empty four tops. You know, everything else was full. They had some nice parties going on in there. I wonder if and this then, was uh, Nelfi people coming in early. It could be. It could be. I know they weren't lo- a lot of locals. I know the local dining room, I saw a few people I recognized, you know. Um, but um, in the front dining room, I'm pretty sure it was all out-of-towners. 
But um, that's just the way it goes. And then we stopped by the Napoleon House for a pimp's cup and a Bloody Mary, and it was just delightful. And they, and they were doing a brisk business, too. Ah. So for a Tuesday, it was quite nice in the French Quarter. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, well, I, and I can't tell you enough about Antoine's. I mean, the crawfish etouffee was spot on. My friend had the uh, veal. Um, yeah. Oh, it's this, it's a veal cordon bleu they do. It's a version of veal, you know, like mm-hmm. chicken dish. Yeah. The ham, the cheese, and stuff. Yeah. And it was really delicious. And the oysters were terrific. I had the grilled oysters. She had the um, the cream of uh, artichoke soup, which was also delicious. Yeah, things could and, be worse. Oh, uh, God, yeah. worse. And the bread mm. pudding. But on bread pudding with the caramel sauce? Oh, come on. Mm. That's almost a meal in itself. And they, it's, <laughs> yeah. and believe me, they aren't stingy with the portions for that price, $20.19. <laughs> no, no, that's a great deal. It has been for a long time. Well, uh, Gregory, yeah. thank you very much. Uh, we're yeah, getting I, 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 I just wanted to give you that total on the hogs for the cause. Yeah, I, I really appreciate that. Thank you very much. All right. All right, see you later. Uh, joining us over here on the green phone is uh, Craig. Craig, welcome. Actually, it's Frank in River Ridge. Frank, I'm terribly sorry. This seems to happen for what reason we don't know. Okay, well, there's two things I want. I got. A, I right. got. I want to make a little statement, and then I got a, a, a stupid question for the day. A statement. Okay, uh, I'll send you the invoice, and then you'll send me a statement. Uh, right. Checks in the mail. <laughs> uh, <laughs> That's true. <laughs> yeah. No. The, the the second thing is I have today's stupid question. Oh, good. Well, I I always enjoy that. Okay. Number one. You know why you got a popular show? No. I, I, I have no idea. And if I could figure it out, then it would be a lot easier to do. I'm going to help you why people like it so much. All right. I, I equate it will go way, way, way back. You remember the Larry Reagan show? I sure do. And he had a cast of characters. He certainly did. Just like you had the gourmet truck driver, which I miss. I never met the guy, but I miss him. You know he passed away. Yeah, that's yeah. what I mean. Yeah, we, he, he'd be proud to know people still call up <laughs> and ask about it. Yeah, that's true. You know, and you got the, the gourmet 747 pilot. Yeah, you got cast of characters. Well, maybe that is it. And, and it's interesting. And not only that, when you talk about a restaurant. Like me, I'll sit here if you mention uh, Ruth's Chris. Well, I'll go right back in my brain to the last time I was there and how enjoyable it was. Huh. It's, it's a pleasure, you know? It's kind of like having well, a restaurant family. Uh, well, I that's... Used to, you used to listen to the, the, a lot of talk shows. I remember you, and I remember your wife before she was your wife. Really? Yeah, absolutely. I remember and you, you let her go? Bus. Yeah, no, you had a yeah. little Oldsmobile for many, many years. <laughs> but Yeah, uh, and I, I had an Oldsmobile with a five-speed stick. Uh, Can you imagine that? that? Absolutely. <laughs> but it, 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 it's kind of like you're part of the show because you, you know these people. They become part of your radio family. It sounds mm-hmm. corny, but it's the truth. I used to really look forward to hearing the, the truck driver. He was yeah. very knowledgeable. He was. He was. He, he, the, you know, I, I think about him uh, more often than you might imagine because I'm starting to believe that he uh, showed up uh, in order to make something happen, but I have no idea what. Yeah. Well, you know, you figure a truck driver wouldn't be as uh, knowledgeable about gourmet food. Yeah, he, was. he really he was. was. He really was. Yeah. He, he, he was for real. Yeah. Now, the stupid question. Ah, fire away. Worcestershire sauce. Yeah. Worcester. Yeah. <laughs> okay, many different brands. Yes. My favorite is Lee and Perrin. 
That's everybody's because they invented it. it okay, good. Yeah, yeah. They, uh, it was a couple of pharmacists uh, working in England, and, <clears throat> and there was a, a military guy from—this was all in Great Britain, by the way. And uh, they had—there uh, uh, there was a, a, a sergeant or a—anyway, or a, anyway, uh, a, a military person with the, uh, in, in India— and uh, he moved uh, to, uh, to probably London, and he started looking around for something that was like what turned out to be Worcestershire sauce. Uh, but it was his pharmacists that, that came up with it, and, uh, and they did that pretty much by accident because uh, the first batch they did tasted terrible, so they put it in a barrel and let it sit there for about 20 years. And then, they, and then they pulled it up and they took a taste of it again. And they said, "Wow, this is fantastic!" And and that was Mr. Lee and Mr. Uh, Amish, what was her the other one? Perrin. Uh, Perrin. Yeah, that's it. Well, here's my question. <clears throat> All right, that's what I use. Uh-huh. My wife comes home with a bottle of French's a couple of weeks back. Yeah, not even close. Yeah, I mean, it, uh, to get the real thing. I mean, it's like. It, well, that's what I put on my list, Lee yeah. and Perrin, but yeah. this is a little little less expensive, so you know how that is. Yeah, how much and could you possibly say, though? Know, Ten maybe, cents? Maybe six, seven yeah. cents. <laughs> yeah. But to a woman... Uh-huh. Well, don't even and, get there, you know. Uh, you know. Yeah. Well, yeah, you live the life, too. Huh? Yeah. But anyway, what I wanted to ask, it comes in that wrapper. Yep. And it's fixed to where you open it up and just leave the wrapper on. Yeah. Does light affect the sauce. Uh, probably does, but probably not by by much. Well, it's in the yeah. brown bottle yeah. anyway. Yeah, that's right. You know, but I leave the wrapper on because I, yeah. like I like the way it looks. Yeah, sure. That's, but that I was mean, my question. Does the wrapper serve a purpose other than being there? I don't think so because there are there's so much salt in there and there are some other things that are in there uh, that really kind of stymie any, uh, any attempt by some other flavor to get in there and mess things up. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> oh, well. well. Hats off to that. One more thing. Uh, another reason uh, uh, your show is so popular, there's no telling who's going to call. Oh, you never do know. You yeah. know, I mean, you got, you got well, you got you know, Mary I, Matlin's husband. I can't remember his I, name. I remember uh, uh, not too long ago, I got something in the mail. Now, wait a minute. What was this about? I've forgotten it already. Never mind. I'll tell you some other time. Okay. <clears> but uh, you got different people. And during the hurricane, I'm going to bring, I've told you this before, I'm going to tell you one more time for people that hadn't heard it. You was on at 4 or 5 o'clock one morning. Yeah, that was that was and, the Katrina morning. I was on yeah. from midnight to 6, and I was it over here at the Big 870 WWL. And uh, to this day, I have people saying, you know, we were evacuating, and we listened to you all night long. I, I did, thought, too. I, I owned a lounge uh, in River Ridge uh, at the time. Uh, and I was over there doing my paperwork, and I listened to you from like three o'clock. Ah. And about five o'clock, who calls but the guy that owns Michael Haney, uh, ah. Tabasco? Well, he was he was going duck hunting or something. <laughs> well, that's what he did. But, but I remember you saying, uh, you know, management thought you <laughs> yeah. was nuts. You know, who's going to be well, calling? Well, that's that's true. Hey, but it uh, was such a it hey, was such a, a thrill. Hey, Craig, I'm getting to the end of the hour, and I gotta go. Uh, call me well, again. You be good now. You, you hear? too. See ya. Ron, the gourmet waiter, is here as we work our way to the end of the hour. Ron, you there also still? Chow. Yes, sir. Also, chow number 13, thanks to Mindy. Chow number 13. Yeah, yeah.
You, the baker's dozen. If only I could okay, give I, away anything, I would. I've got a simple question for you. All right. I am grilling venison burgers tonight for the Are family. You? We usually meet on Monday, but we met on we're meeting on Tuesday tonight instead for dinner. Yeah. Uh-huh. I'm going to do the venison burgers on the grill outside, and I'm going to grill some onions. I was yeah. wondering what you might add to that extra grill space. What might you put on a venison burger that may or may not have some onions on it? I would have uh, some kind of injection of uh, a little more fat than it comes with. Uh, bacon. Because, yeah, there you go. Uh, you might not. You, bacon, you're asking for trouble in a way because it has a pretty strong flavor uh, from several different directions. But uh, venison in and of itself is pretty low in fat. So, uh, you know, I think it, you need a little bit more in there. But bacon would work. Okay, yeah, because we're, we're planning on grilling some bacon. I was just wondering if there's anything else that might go with venison. Maybe uh, something grilled vegetable-wise. Yeah, uh, yeah, here's the herb to get. Uh, you want some, um, uh, oh, dark on it. What is the name of this? Uh, uh, it's on the tip of my tongue there, little tiny leaves. Of, uh, uh, I'll think of it in the next few minutes if you keep listening. I'll keep listening. We also uh, need to rosemary. Give, uh, I just I just thought of it. Rosemary. Rosemary. Yeah. yeah. I've I've got fresh rosemary. We need to get Chip mm. a chow number, and also when he calls in, he needs to call in as Chip the Gourmet, whatever he does. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll see <laughs> to great. it. Yeah. Sounds great. Thank you, Tom. Thank you. See ya. It's the Food Show. This is Tom Fitzmorris. Nice to be here with you talking about food and restaurants and stuff. We certainly got a lot of stuff done this go round. We'd love to hear from you in the uh, next uh, portion of the program, which is coming up in about a minute. We have the news from CBS in between. And uh, the rest of it is all about eating and restaurants, cooking and wine and all the rest of that. 260-6368. You're always welcome. And you know what else you're welcome to do? Sending me an email message. And I will answer them. It might take me a couple of days. But if you're uh, too shy to call on the air, uh, just send me an email. My address is tom at nomenu.com. News time, and then the second half, half hour, no, the second whole hour of the food show here on 105.3 FM HD2, Kenner, New Orleans. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Yes, and even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening.